0: The Chicago White Sox completely gave one away as they lost to the first place Minnesota Twins 6-3 on Monday night. Johnny Cueto was solid and Joe Kelly was absolutely pathetic. Uh, The Sox allowed the Twins to execute a triple play because of some of the worst base running uh, I've ever seen. The Sox need to shake it off and stop the bleeding immediately and they'll send Michael Kopech to the mound on Tuesday. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked On White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Now make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Lockdown Sports listeners get fifty dollars off purchases of five hundred dollars or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. I use code locked on at checkout. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Uh, Johnny Cueto with another quality start. Going to talk all about him. Uh, Sacks offense finally hits a home run, uh, but first it was a very disappointing night for our Chicago White Sox. Uh, Sacks lose to the Twins six to three. Uh, Sacks are now thirty-eight and forty. Uh, but falling back further in the AL Central. uh, Just horrible, absolutely horrible base running. Historically bad. Uh, The type of base running we're going to talk about uh, has never happened before. Uh, Luis Robert uh, losing the ball out in center field twice in the sky. Just couldn't find it, and it cost the Sox. We're going to get to that, and Joe Kelly was pathetic. Uh, In relief, Um, the Minnesota Twins uh, are my most despised AL Central opponent. I'm sure uh, people ask you this uh, as Sox fans all the time. Who do you dislike the most? Is it the Royals, the Tigers, the Guardians, the Twins? And it sometimes changes. Uh, There were moments, uh, years especially growing up, Guardians, who were at that point the Indians, uh, they had some just dynamite teams um, and, you know, Sox just didn't have a chance. Of course, Detroit had moments, especially in 2006 of playing spoiler uh, the Royals, you know, during some of their uh, hot seasons, uh, but the twins have always just kind of been around needling a uh, thorn in the side. Uh, Sox were swept by Minnesota earlier this year. Uh, it has not gone Well, uh, for the White Sox uh, this season, seeing Minnesota uh, stay in first place, uh, being uh, jumped by the Guardians uh, a while back, and the Sox have been sitting in third place uh, for quite some time. Uh, we've talked about it on this podcast. You know it as a, a diehard Sox fan yourself. This is a huge month uh, for our Chicago White Sox. 19 divisional games as we entered Monday, uh, the three with Minnesota, four with Detroit, then at Cleveland for four, at Minnesota for four, your all-star game break, and then four with Cleveland. Uh, Good thing on uh, Monday before the game, Liam Hendricks and Adam Engel did return. Uh, Both saw action in Monday night's loss. Um, Also, just a quote uh, from Lucas Giolito on the San Francisco series. Um, This is what uh, Lucas said. We came to play this series. This is the brand of baseball the Chicago White Sox are all about. Uh, I thought that was an interesting quote because, unfortunately, um, that was not the type of baseball that was played on Monday by by our Chicago White Sox, not at all. Uh, Some numbers for you uh, that I uh, noticed before Monday's game. White Sox batting their slash line on the road. Uh, 272, 321, 397, compared to at home, 233, 296, and 355. Noticeably lower at home. Uh, and this is what Tony Larusa had to say. I guarantee you those numbers will be reversed at home uh, from here to the end. Uh, we're going to be a very good club at home. Uh, Also from Tony LaRussa, he said that Monday night's game is a big game for Aloy Jimenez in determining how soon he can return. That's, of course, the Charlotte game. Uh, Grandal still wrapping up uh, activity after doing some hitting uh, and running in San Francisco. He was scheduled to throw uh, to bases on Monday, but it was delayed uh, due to rain. Uh, And then a, a stat line, And Jose Abreu uh, going against Minnesota starter Dylan Bundy. Uh, Against Dylan Bundy in his career, Jose Abreu slashing 389, 368, and 611. That is a telling because Abreu uh, was really one of the only bright spots uh, offensively uh, that we'll get to uh, in a little bit. Sox had opportunities, and they finally... Uh, hit a home run, uh, but it was what they did on the base paths that will be talked about for a very long time. Uh, More on that in a moment. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Uh, Whether you're ready to pop the question or Uh, You're celebrating a milestone moment. Find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Uh, Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from Bluenile.com and locked on sports listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. Uh, this podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code LOCKED ON. Uh, that's code LOCKED ON. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to BlueNile.com today. All right, Sox lost 6-3 to three to the Minnesota Twins. Uh, offense, uh, you know, there were opportunities. Uh, first inning, uh, Twins were throwing some leather early on, though. Andrew Vaughn uh, rips one into the gap, but Max Kepler made a catch in right center. Really nice grab. Uh, Sox were quiet in the first. Uh, in the second Sacks strike first with Jose Abreu leading off uh, with a home run to right field quickly. one nothing. Sacks. The the White Sacks have been on a home run drought. Uh, They have not been hitting home runs three in their last 14, so it was nice to see early in the game uh, Jose Abreu getting things started. Uh, Third inning, Sacks had a few guys on. Two outs with Robert up and could not extend. Uh, the lead he had a rough night at the plate. Uh, fourth inning, Sheets with one with a one out single. Sheets has been swinging the bat well as of late. Uh, we've talked about it on this podcast. You have probably heard about it on the NBC Sports Chicago pre and post with Chuck and Ozzy. A lot of folks writing about how Sheets went down to Charlotte, got his swing right. He spoke about it himself. Uh, this single he had in the fourth, I mean, he hit it on the screws, it was like a two iron out to. A right center, uh, but the sacks could not do anything with that. Uh, Sixth inning, Minnesota uh, finally goes to the bullpen, and they've got the 16th best ERA in all of baseball, but sacks go down uh, in order. Uh, Seventh inning is when things get really wild. Uh, Leading things off in the inning is Jose Abreu, And he gets hit by a pitch. As soon as the ball whizzed past him into the catcher's mitt, uh, he turned to the dugout and pointed uh, to whomever will look at the video replay at the time uh, and just kind of brushed his forearm, brushed his arm, saying, hey, it grazed me. Uh, It was called a ball uh, by the home plate umpire. Uh, So they went to video review, and Jason and Steve on the telecast are looking at the video review, and Steve made a comment, I believe, this should be a short review. You could clearly see in the video replay, the ball changes direction slightly after passing Jose Abreu's arm. It grazed off of him. Uh, The folks in New York making the call, reviewing things, completely got it wrong. They did not reverse the call. So Abreu had to stay up there and have an at-bat. So what does Abreu do? This is what I find just fascinating about a guy like Jose Abreu, who's just, you know, he's got that TW, TW. He crushes a double into left center. So here's a guy that, you know, you could see the reaction of Jose Abreu after that pitch. I Hey, I got hit. Look at it you know, we'll, we'll all see it on the video. And there were several different angles that they showed on NBC Sports Chicago. I don't understand how New York could get this so wrong, but home plate umpire was rough all night long. we're definitely going to get to more of that uh later, but here, you know, Bray, you knows he got hit forced back in in the batter's box, which he's been swinging the bat. Well, so he's probably doesn't mind, but it was almost like an anger thing of like, okay, if you want me to hit, well, I'm going to make you guys pay for it. And crushes a double uh, bounce, uh, bounce into uh, the outfield uh, bleacher seats. So you got Gavin sheets up. Well, he actually gets hit by a pitch. So you got two on and Mankata's up and he just, with a flick of his wrist, Yohan knocks uh, an outside pitch Uh, threw a massive hole on the left side of the infield. I have no idea what Minnesota was doing defensively there, Uh, but the game is now tied at two. Okay, so you got runners on. Uh, Pollock is up with uh, runners at second and first with nobody out. This is where things get absolutely bonkers. Um, Pollock drives the ball to deep center. Now off the bat, uh, I can imagine both those base runners thinking, you know, this is going to be off the wall, uh, but you've got nobody out, you know. And the way Mancata started running, uh, Buxton tracked it down and made the catch. I mean, great play in center field. Mancata just kept going almost like there were two outs, and he is he is past second base. Angle is kind of stuck in no man's land in between second and third. He starts running to third. But the thing is, Angle never went to second base to tag up at second. So Buxton throws the ball in. Minnesota quickly tags Mancada and then steps on second base. It's a triple play. I have never seen it. I don't think anybody has ever seen it. The reaction alone from Tony LaRussa, the camera hand to him, just mouth open, staring out into the field, like what just happened here? Two guys on, nobody out, socks trying to make a charge here at home, 4th of July, uh trying to beat the twins here. And, and that type of base running play is uncalled for. Absolutely horrible. You can't have that kind of stuff. You can't gift wrap these types of games to a first place team. We saw uh, that in San Francisco, San Francisco booting the ball everywhere, throwing it everywhere, basically hand delivering these wins to the Sox. And we took it and we didn't apologize. And we swept San Francisco and we left and we come home in front of our home crowd. And I, I can't imagine what Engel and Mankata were thinking. Uh, perhaps Engel, you know, Chuck in the post game was talking a little bit about maybe Engel saw Mankata flying around and is like, well, I got to get running to third. What was Mankata doing? What was Engel doing? Uh, hey, great catch by Buxton. But that was just that 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 base running situation almost defines the 2022 White Sox. It's just opportunities, you know, you know, big hit by Mancado. We tie the game up, all this momentum, and then we take several steps backwards. Um, it was uh, something that this is going to be talked about for a while. Hopefully the Sox get right back on track on Tuesday and on Wednesday, and this doesn't sit, but if, if things don't go well for our White Sox, we're going to be coming back uh, to this Monday situation. Uh, it's just Unreal. Uh, So let's talk ninth inning. Uh, Robert leads off, uh, and they are working him outside. They've got the scouting report on Robert, as I think most uh, teams do. Throw some sliders away, uh, get him to chase some things outside of the zone. And, uh, and of course, Robert eventually swings at an outside pitch and pops out into foul territory. Abreu then quickly flies out to right field. Uh, Engel walks and I'm wondering, you know, is he going to be a threat to potentially steal? Just coming back from this hamstring injury, uh, Mancada is up. And sure enough, in the at-bat, angle runs, uh, was initially called safe, uh, but then it was reviewed. It was uh, overturned, three outs. That's it. We go uh, to extras. And... You know there was some you know activity and extras. Pollock with an RBI single. Sebby with a base hit. Sebby's really been hitting the ball well. I, I got to say he had a couple hits on Monday night, and and they're not just you know uh, excuse me hits. I mean he's putting a charge into some of these baseballs. Uh, so Tim Anderson bats with two outs. Uh, he is the tying run, and uh, he strikes out. Ball gets away, and Anderson decides not to run to first base. And that, and that was it uh, offensively for our White Sox. Final line, three runs, eight hits, two extra base hits, both by Abreu, a double and a home run. Sox were three for seven with runners in scoring position. Abreu two for four, Zavala two for four. But I am sorry. It is that seventh inning base running, historically bad situation that is, that is going to define uh, this game, uh, there, there were other moments that will define this game. Johnny Cueto, uh, he had it going on. But Joe Kelly, uh, if you're not talking about the base running, you're talking about Joe Kelly completely imploding in relief. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket save time and money when using rock auto rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So here's a... Uh, Some great stuff uh, in terms of pitching for our White Sacks starting staff. Uh, They they flashed this graphic uh, at the beginning of the game. Last nine games, uh, this is how it's gone for our starters. ERA Uh, 3.17, innings 54 of them, hits 41, walks 17, strikeouts 56. Seven of the nine starts went six plus innings. And you really have to thank Johnny Cueto for that. Uh, he was on the mound Monday night. He was getting pinched all night long by a home plate umpire, uh, but Cueto was was more than serviceable. He was solid in his outing. Uh, first inning, though, arise, boy. This this guy is going to be a handful. Uh, the rest of this season uh, arise with a leadoff double. Uh, he's got the best batting average in baseball. Now this is one of the two moments where Robert just completely lost the ball. I think in the first inning, he lost it in the sun. Ball went sailing uh, over his head. So arises at second bucks pops up. Sebi made the play, but it was Mankata's all along. Almost a nasty collision. Uh, you know, that would have been really bad. Uh, It didn't seem like Sebi heard Mancata calling him off. Um, There was a walk and then another walk. You got bases loaded, one out for Polanco. He taps one back to Cueto. Uh, He gets the force at home, then off to Abreu for a perfect uh, inning-ending double play. Uh, Second inning, leadoff single, but Sox were able to turn another double play and get the final out, no damage done. Uh, third inning, Cueto, 31 pitches uh, entering the third. Uh, he's got the top of the order. Arise grounds out this time, thankfully. Robert making a really nice catch in left center. He closed the gap in a hurry. Uh, his legs must be feeling good. Uh, I wish that could translate to the offense. Uh, fourth inning, uh, he's got three walks already and zero strikeouts uh, as the inning starts. Issued another walk uh, to Polanco. Uh, now, this is interesting. In this inning, there was a pop-up uh, that Sebi tried to handle in foul territory along the first baseline. But <laughs> Abreu definitely made his voice heard, and uh, Sebi peeled away. Thankfully, no collision it was it was handled much better than the issue with Mankata back in the first inning. Nice job. Despite the walk, no damage was done. Fifth inning uh, at 56 pitches, one out with a rise up. Another fly ball to center. Robert loses it again. Just cannot see it off the bat. Uh, it went over his head again for a double. Uh, Buxton crushes the next pitch for a two-run home run. Six straight game against the White Sox with a home run. It was two to one, um, Twins at this point. Uh, sixth inning, despite issuing another walk, Cueto got out of a got a big strikeout uh, to end the inning. His final line: six innings pitched, five hits, two earned runs, uh, five walks, three strikeouts, a home run, and you almost got to say an asterisk. It pitched around those two crazy situations by Robert where he lost both of those fly balls. Cueto's uh, ERA sits at 3.50, gave the sacks another quality start. He leads uh, the team in quality starts, which is amazing. Uh, Foster came in for a clean seventh. Hendricks, Liam Hendricks sighting. He come comes in in the eighth. Uh, important to hold the Twins down here because the sacks ended up tying it up So you want to see a quick inning here, and Liam Hendricks strikes out the side, is all kinds of excited, really missed seeing that uh, emotion from Hendricks. Graveman had the ninth uh, after a quick first out. Nick Gordon gets on with a single. He's a threat to run, but a ground ball to TA uh, gets the out at first. Gordon at second with two outs. Jeffers with a full count and a line drive to Anderson for the third out. Uh, in extras, this is when things just completely fell apart. Joe Kelly had an off day on Sunday because he pitched Friday and Saturday. Uh, Arise leads off. He lines one up the middle. That's an RBI-based hit because there was a runner on second. It's 3-2 Minnesota. You start hearing some fire Tony chants at this moment. Uh, there was a strikeout of Buxton, uh, walked Correa, uh, we got a 2-0 count to Kepler and Larusa arguing balls and strikes he gets thrown out i believe for the first time this year it was an odd pitch to get thrown out too i mean this this was definitely a ball but i think it was this building from the evening uh, that got larusa fired up um so there kepler walked you got bases loaded with one out Polanco with a sack fly to left field, uh, four to two Minnesota, and then a base hit, six to two Minnesota. Uh, Kelly gives up four runs in the tenth. Banks finally comes in to quiet things down. Uh, just a no good, horrible outing by Joe Kelly. Confusion by Luis Robert in center, and some of the worst base running that I don't think uh, I don't think everybody's ever seen. Uh, ever in the history of White Sox baseball. All that stuff needs to get cleaned up immediately, and the Sox need to start getting more consistent offense. You can't have these, I'm going to score 13 runs one game, and then score just three uh, in another game. Thank goodness for Jose Abreu. He was the only bright spot offensively, really, uh, for the Sox. Uh, It's got to go different. Uh, We got a lot of games with the AL Central, and the Sox are right back at it. Uh, on Tuesday. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Locked On White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, We are on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTB. Thanks for making Locked On White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, Locked On MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up in the next episode, I'll recap Kopech's start and hopefully be talking about a White Sox winner. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski, and until next time, go Sox.